Baloo and Matt for breakfast. The Borders 105.7 Triple M. We're talking, unfortunately, about lockdown number four. Um, and each time it affects uh, people in slightly different ways. We want to find out on one triple three five three how it's affecting you and your family. Indeed. Um, and uh, Emma and Todd uh, own a business in Wodonga called Taps Air, um, and uh, it's affected you guys pretty heavily, hasn't it, Emma? Sure has this time. So what's the difference this time between the last lockdown and this one? Um, I suppose the definitions that we're getting given by um, the advice board, so master plumbers for us, um, they were saying last time that we can continue work as essential workers. However, this time they're saying that um, renovations in homes cannot occur unless they are urgent or essential repairs and that maintenance work in homes can only continue where it is essential for infrastructure or um, essential services, so critical repairs, that sort of thing. So, you know, we do a lot of shower head replacements, tap replacements, um, general maintenance type stuff. And the way we're reading it and the advice we're getting from the COVID information line is that's not us. We have to shut and that's what we've had to do. So... So let's say you you didn't shut and you just operated as per normal. What what could happen to you? Well, I haven't looked into what the fines are this time, but the fines last time would have basically closed our business oh, for good. Get out. That's just crazy, isn't it? It's just not worth the risk. Yeah. And so, um, oh, sorry, sorry for interrupting. No, no. I, no, I just had a train of thought here. So let, let's say um, you're in Wodonga and something happens to your shower head and you want to get on it straight away. Does that mean that you would therefore have to go to an Aubrey business and can they come over and do it? Or what happens? You just can't do it at all. Well, I, I guess... Yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, if it's essential, if it's spouting water everywhere, then I guess you could claim that that was essential and critical and we could probably go and repair yeah, it. Yeah, um, cool. But it, it, it all comes down to the definition, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does. I, I'm shocked that you guys aren't able to, you know, under the guidelines aren't able to operate because obviously you do... Um, you do heating and air conditioning as well, don't you? Yes. So yes. obviously at this time of year, if anyone has an issue with their heating system in their house, that's going to be a, a, an emergency issue because it's bloody that's cold. That's right. Yeah, so. I mean, if somebody rang and they said, look, our, our heating's clapped out and it's not working at all, that would be a different issue. But just a routine maintenance or changeover of grills or something, yeah. which are the type of jobs we've got on the list at the moment, yeah, we can't do it. Yeah, wow. I mean, and and your story would, would be just one of many across the board in Victoria Absolutely. and East Victoria at the moment. And, and we feel for you. It's just ridiculous. And, and the rules and the fine print changes every single time as well. It's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and just trying to work out, particularly for, you know, we've got people working with us now, um, trying to work out what's the right thing to do for them, for the business, for our customers. Um, we had jobs scheduled this week. Obviously, we've had to put them off. Fortunately, everybody's been incredibly understanding and supportive. Yeah, fantastic. Emma, thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you. Yeah, that really just does highlight it because one of many, as we've said, every single person affected on the border in some way. Yeah, especially the smaller operators. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's crazy. And Trinity Anglican College have an amazing team raising money for the world's greatest shave, Team Hunter. It's an honour of 14-year-old Hunter McBurney who very sadly passed away 
after an incredibly brave battle with leukaemia earlier this year. Now, uh, on the line right uh, now with us, Louise, uh, Chloe, who's a Year 11 student at Trinity, and she's getting involved. Chloe, good morning. Good morning. Hey, Chloe. So um, I'm guessing, obviously, everyone at school sort of knew, if didn't know Hunter directly, knew of Hunter. Um, but um, you're you're in year 11, so I'm guessing you didn't have a huge amount to do with him. What made you become involved? So when, when Hunter did pass away, obviously I'd had some interaction with him in school and he was always a lovely boy, but it kind of, it really hit home because you don't often have, you know, your classmates and people who mm. you surround yourself with every single day. You know, you don't often see that, especially yeah. at our age, and it, it really hit. It's true, isn't yeah. it? Um, and especially we've had, you know, just so many things dedicated to him, and it just, I felt like I had to do something. Yeah, yeah. I so, couldn't just, yeah. Yep, so you've joined, what, how, how many people in the team? Uh, so we have 225 on our team. Wow. That's awesome, isn't it? yeah. It's double what we had when we did it back in 2018. So, Chloe, um, there's a myriad of things that people are doing. It's not just um, the head shave. What are you doing to raise money? So I've decided to cut my hair. I have quite long hair, so I'm hoping to donate at least 30 centimetres of my hair to weeks. Awesome. Um, if uh, a lot of people are shaving, which is something that you can do on the day, if you don't want to shave or cut, you can colour um, and any of those things that you want to do, um, you can raise money and people can sponsor you. Yeah, well, well done. Congratulations. And for all of the people involved in Team Hunter, it's incredible. We're very lucky to have been invited uh, down there on Thursday for the big event. I think it starts at about 9.30. Uh, we'll be hosting it and, and we're very proud to do so, uh, aren't we, Lou? We certainly are. We um, did it in 2018 and, um, yeah, so wonderful to be able to do something in Hunter's memory. Thanks for talking to us, Chloe. That's all right. Have a lovely morning. You too. And we'll see you there on the day. Uh, a great initiative from Trinity Anglican College, all in memory of Hunter McBurney. It's Lou and Matt. It's Triple M. Our vaccination rollout has unfortunately been taking far too long and the blame clearly, Lou, is the advertising campaign. Yeah. Because it features Dr Nick Coatesworth. Nothing against him. At all, but have a listen to this. This is the vaccination ad in Australia. COVID 19 has changed our lives. For us to live more freely, we need the added protection oh. of COVID 19 vaccines. Okay, okay, buddy. Thanks, Nick. Whatever. I almost fell asleep. Yeah. That was only Literally. What we need is this. Everybody, it's time to vaccinate. That's from Singapore. Singapore have got it right, Matthew. Yeah. Better get your shot. Whatever that means. There's some words in there that I don't quite understand, but who cares? I get the gist of it. They're disco dancing and getting vaccinated at the same time. Make it fun, Australia. What are you doing? So next time you do it, Nick Coatesworth, we want to see you rapping like the, with the hilltop hoods. Yes. We've talked about this before, Luke. I'm telling you, get All the right. hoods on the job and get something that we want to watch on the telly. We're talking, unfortunately, about lockdown number four. Um, and each time it affects uh, people in slightly different ways. We want to find out on 13353 how it's affecting you and your family. 
Indeed. Um, and uh, Emma and Todd uh, own a business in Wodonga called Taps Air, um, and uh, it's affected you guys pretty heavily, hasn't it, Emma? Sure has this time. So what's the difference this time between the last lockdown and this one? Um, I suppose the definitions that we're getting given by um, the advice board, so master plumbers for us, um, they were saying last time that we can continue work as essential workers. However, this time they're saying that um, renovations in homes cannot occur unless they are urgent or essential repairs and that maintenance work in homes can only continue where it is essential for infrastructure or um, essential services, so critical repairs, that sort of thing. So, you know, we do a lot of shower head replacements, tap replacements, um, general maintenance type stuff. And the way we're reading it and the advice we're getting from the COVID information line is that's not us. We have to shut and that's what we've had to do. So... So let's say you, you didn't shut and you just operated as per normal. What, what could happen to you? Well, I haven't looked into what the fines are this time, but the fines last time would have basically closed our business oh, for good. Oh, get out. Ugh. That's just crazy, isn't it? It's just not worth the risk. Yeah. And so, um, oh, sorry, sorry for interrupting. Right. I, no, I just had a train of thought here. So let, let's say um, you're in Wodonga and something happens to your shower head and you want to get on it straight away. Does that mean that you would therefore have to go to an Aubrey business and can they come over and do it? Or what happens? You just can't do it at all. Well, I... I guess, yeah, I don't know. Like, I mean, if it's essential, if it's spouting water everywhere, then I guess you could claim that that was essential and critical and we could probably go and repair yeah, it. Yeah, um, cool. But it, it, it all comes down to the definition, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it absolutely does. I, I'm shocked that you guys aren't able to, you know, under the guidelines aren't able to operate because obviously you do... Um, you do heating and air conditioning as well, don't you? Yes. So yes. obviously at this time of year, if anyone has an issue with their heating system in their house, that's going to be a, a, an emergency issue because it's bloody that's cold. That's right. Yeah, so. I mean, if somebody rang and they said, look, our, our heating's clapped out and it's not working at all, that would be a different issue. But just a routine maintenance or changeover of grills or something, yeah. which are the type of jobs we've got on the list at the moment, yeah, we can't do it. Yeah, wow. I mean, and and your story would, would be just one of many across the board in Victoria Absolutely. and East Victoria at the moment. And, and we feel for you. It's just ridiculous. And, and the rules and the fine print changes every single time as well. It's a nightmare, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. And, and just trying to work out particularly for, you know, we've got people working with us now, um, trying to work out what's the right thing to do for them, for the business, for our customers. Um, we had jobs scheduled this week. Obviously, we've had to put them off. Fortunately, everybody's been incredibly understanding and supportive. Yeah, fantastic. Emma, thank you so much for chatting with us. Thank you. Yeah, that really just does highlight it because one of many, as we've said, every single person affected on the border in some way. Yeah, especially the smaller operators. Yeah, yeah. It just, it's crazy. Of course, our lives are dominated by lockdown, but other stuff is happening, which leads us to these things happening. I'm going to take you through some things that are going on in the world. Now, the number of speeding fines issued by mobile cameras in Albury has increased 275% since warning signs were removed. And this is mirrored throughout the state, leading to a new term. Fine mania! 
Yes, fine mania, <laughs> which is kind of like WrestleMania, but way less fun. No, much less fun. Actually, it's very similar to we're like the poor bastard who inevitably gets hit with the folding chair. Sure. By the evil wrestler. Yeah, That's yeah. us. Anyway, there's going to be a government inquiry on how well they've raised revenue, something like that. Uh, now we kick off with royal news because, as you know, Lou, the royals are really, really important. <laughs> To Sarcasm. You, yeah. To nobody. Uh, well, actually, people who read uh, Woman's Day and New Idea. Sure. People are going wild for William and Kate's skinny arms. They've been vaccinated and the press are all like, oh, my God, they're hot. And I'm like, William needs to do something with his hair because he looks like a middle-aged accountant. No offence to middle-aged accountants. Anyway, William is probably a 5 out of 10 at best. And he's batting above his average, too, because Kate's a fair bit more than that. I don't think he's trying to uh, impress you somehow. Well, he's definitely not doing that. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> in our new it would be, he needs a Bruce Willis cut stat. Finally, in our new it would be annoying news, this is mainly just an excuse for me to whinge. Actually, the whole segment's basically an excuse for me to whinge. Whinge on. The new intersection traffic lights at Thaguna Drive and Elizabeth Mitchell Drive oh, already do you hate got them? me. Yes. I was behind someone in a Nissan SUV and it went green on the right turn arrow. And do you think she moved? No, she didn't. I had to toot her. <gasps> and I don't like tooting. You though. tooted. I tooted because I'm not going to sit there for ages while she fasts about with she whatever she's doing. She probably was the... like literally taking a well, breath. I know how impatient you are. Well, you would have tooted even a millisecond after it I changed. gave her at least a second. He's Bernard Fanning. It's Lord Matt. <laughs> These things happened. Matt, huge news, and we heard it earlier in our 7 o'clock news. The biggest asteroid to visit Earth in 2021 is going to zoom by our planet just after midnight tonight, uh, travelling at, at 124,000 kilometres per hour. And strangely, thinking about that asteroid made me think of this song. Oh, come on. Thank you, Nickelback. Come on, Lou. Well, it's, it's all right. It's a bloody big asteroid, right? It's asteroid 2001 F32. It's shaped like the Eiffel Tower, apparently, and mm. it is hurtling past Earth. Look, you're looking at it the wrong way, Lou, because when I think of that, I, I think it could be just like this. This new one you're tracking. How big? It's what we call a global killer. Oh. Nothing would survive, not I'll even bacteria. Wait for it, though. The United States government just asked us to save the world. Yes! Anybody want to say no? No, of course they don't, Bruce Willis. <laughs> Bruce Willis, Lou, is going to come to He's the floor save the world. and save us from Look, the Eiffel asteroid. Luckily, yes. he doesn't have Armageddon, to. Armageddon, that He was. doesn't have to, yes. Great movie of good, all time. Very good movie. Um, he doesn't have to <laughs> save us because apparently there's no chance that it's ah, going to right. um, make contact. Oh, well. it, it has been. They've been tracking it for 20 years, Matt. Surely they could have set someone up to just blast it out by now and get rid of it. Yeah. Like, they're tracking it just to make sure it doesn't come too close. When it comes too close and they get to Armageddon status, what happens then? Yeah, well, Bruce was a lot healthier 20 years ago. Well, that's it. They're leaving it too late. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just leaving it too late. <laughs> come ben on, Australia. Ben is too old now. Is the B-50. Oh, we've got Hemsworth and his big hammer. That's true. 